Welcome to the Natural Health Rising podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Smith, Certified Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioner. I'm here to deliver you weekly episodes where you will hear conversations with health experts and solo episodes about functional medicine and all things holistic health. My goal is to provide you with the knowledge and tools you need in order to help you rise to your healthiest, happiest self. On this episode of the Natural Health Rising podcast, I have Mariah Shane with me. Mariah is the CEO of More Hair Naturally, which is the world leader in all natural topical stem cell treatments for thinning hair. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. So can you explain, I want to, I'll dive right into all of this hair loss stuff. Um, What are the common reasons that people even experience hair loss? Okay. So there's, there's a lot of reasons. There's, there's like, there's an overarching reason that the majority of people um, suffer hair loss because of, but there's also like hormonal in- imbalances, hormonal changes like menopause or breastfeeding or childbirth. And there's stress, which is a huge factor. There's environmental reasons. There's uh, toxicity reasons. There's health reasons. There's environmental reasons, but the main overarching reason that people will have hair loss is because of two factors um and this is like when people have like male pattern baldness or female pattern baldness or just experience baldness as they are thinning as they get older generally it's because of this these two reasons um the main culprit is is it's called dht and that what it, what dht is is when your body breaks down the male hormone testosterone, it creates a byproduct. And that byproduct is called DHT. It's, it's actually dihydrotestosterone, but everywhere just calls it DHT. If you online articles, DHT. Um, and if you've done any sort of research into thinning hair, hair loss, you'll see that term thrown around. So basically, when the, when the body breaks down testosterone, the byproduct is DHT. And it's generally just excreted. No big deal. However, as it's passing by the hair follicle, on the follicle, there's little DHT receptor sites, which for a visual would be a pothole. So this is, and when people say hair loss is, is inherited, what really is inherited are these potholes on the follicle. So the main culprit, your question was the culprit, is these two factors. It's the, the potholes on the follicle, I'm keeping it like the visual. I like the visual. It's a very simple visual to have. So it's, it's, I like that. So the potholes on the follicle and how many you have and the DHT levels in your body. It's these two factors that are playing against each other that result in thinning hair. For instance, if you have, if you have no, like very few of these potholes, but a lot of DHT, you're still going to have some thinning. But if you have a ton of these little potholes and very little DHT, you can have a little bit of thinning, but not a lot. But if you have potholes and a lot of DHT, you're going to have a lot of hair loss. Now, the way these two interact is when the DHP passes by the follicle, it gets stuck in these little holes. And over time, as more and more gets stuck, it begins to cut the blood flow off to the follicle. So you have the follicle and it's getting clogged up and then blood can't flow to it anymore. And so the follicle starts to lose its nutrition. So over time, as more and more DHT gets stuck on the follicle, 
less and less blood starts flowing to the follicle. The follicle starts to get weaker and weaker and thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner, and then eventually it just dies. And mm -hmm. when it dies, that's that's a slick, shiny, bald scalp. Is it dead? When the follicles die, it's just slick, shiny, bald. And at that point, there's nothing that can be done because the follicles are actually dead. So if somebody, male, female, doesn't really matter, male, female, if the if the scalp is shiny and bald, it's an indication of uh, a dead follicle. Okay. Generally, if, you, if it's like an alopecia situation where you have like little circles that come up here and there, that tends to be more temporary, though drastic when you have it, um, because it's it's very alarming for people when they have that. That tends to be more temporary. Tends, not always, but tends to be. Yeah, I'm glad you pointed that out because I've actually had alopecia clients and we've been able to reverse the mm -hmm. hair loss completely. Yeah. But like you said, it's like all these different things, environmental toxins, stress, their hormones, their nutrition. Yeah. Um when you are thinking about this, how can someone start to determine where theirs is coming from? Like if if it is the DHT and it's this part's happening. Absolutely. We talk to a lot of people and part of like when, when people go to morehairnaturally.com, our website, we have phone numbers everywhere. And we always want people to call just for this specific reason, because we need to make sure we can help somebody before they we, we'd like to make sure we can help them because we want to make sure that people get results and can see success and feel good about themselves and, and their purchases and their confidence. But when we talk to them, we, we basically ask a bunch of questions because in, in those questions, there's clues as to what it is, you know? And a lot of times if somebody has a, has a pretty good, like, like a, they have a healthy eating routine, their nutrition's pretty good, they move their body regularly, you know, they're, they're generally conscious of their health. They're in their late 50s, you know, they're or 40s, 50s, 60s. They have had their hair's gradually starting to thin, like in the patterns on the back and then the front. Mm -hmm. Generally from that, from that, they're not, they're not taking any kind of medications. They haven't had any surgeries lately. You can generally determine like, okay, chances are it's just standard male pattern balding which is the dht buildup or female pattern balding you know and that's where you guys would come in and be able to help that's that's where we can help but we also help okay. with everything else we also there's like medications medications have a side effect of thinning hair and the and but those side effects can be counterbalanced without you know telling people to get off their medications but the thing is is you got to be careful that you don't want to take an action that's going to interfere negatively with what they're taking because you know they're putting a medication in their body and there's a lot of variables involved with that so you don't want to have them ingest something that's going to possibly interact with it in a negative way so so we're we're topical we're natural we don't enter the bloodstream so we're not going to interact with any medications but like medications stress you know breastfeeding all like these minor you know I say minor because they can be helped easier than your standard, you know, alopecia. You know, so I say minor, but it's still it's still drastic for the person who's going through it, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, can you talk a little bit more about 
actually before we before we get to the products and everything like that how has the science changed over hair loss over the last like 50 years oh that's a good question um okay so you know since 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 we're we're in the thinning hair arena we always have our feelers out for you know what people have been doing and historically what people are doing and literally people have always been searching for a solution to this and they always will because it hasn't really like like I, I believe we found like the most exciting and innovative solution to date but it's not a cure you know what i mean mm-hmm. like it's not gonna do like it's not gonna bring your hair back 100 percent. and so we're still looking but like at one point in time men would run rub chicken poop on their head there's always been like oils or weird devices we have some pictures on our wall from ads from the 20s and 30s with people with these big metal canisters on their head hooked up to a, an electrical socket i mean like crazy <laughs> crazy stuff but essentially what we what people use today like the rogaines the minoxidils actually minoxidil finasterides propecia all those were essentially developed in the 70s so our our so when we entered this this space basically so so okay so i'm gonna tie it all together so yeah, i'm gonna great. answer your question but i'm gonna tie it all together into a little bit of a story so those were all those products were developed in the 50s and they're all drugs they all have side effects and they all have iffy success rates some they work some they don't um but the side effects are, are kind of scary now i have my every male in my family is totally bald, um, so I'm I'm happy with where I'm at. But every fa- every every male cousins, uncles, fathers, grandfather, all bald. And so when my father started losing his hair, as the men in my family always have, he he kind of started panicking, as most people do when they start losing their hair. And he was in his like 40s, I think, when he when this started happening, and. Um, We've always been, uh, uh, we've always strongly believed in, in natural, taking a, a natural and holistic approach to every aspect of your life. We've always looked for our nourishment from food. If we needed a boost, we looked to vitamins or, you know, some sort of natural supplement or homeopathy, some, some, some kind of approach that would enhance our natural systems as opposed to, um, you know, a foreign substance just trying to alter our systems. So when when my father started going through this, it wasn't all out there. There was things like you know you could rub an onion on your head, you know, um, other other like oils and stuff. Which okay, it's it's you know it's all the right direction. We believe anything you're doing to make your life better is positive. You know, if you're making choices and you're acting on the choices. That's correct. Just do that. Do do that because that's good. But so he he started going down the drug route. Basically, he didn't know what to do, so he started doing like the the standard drug route that everyone was doing. And he started getting all these body issues. He actually started growing breasts because it started altering his hormone levels. Um, and he was miserable, and so he stopped. Now my my mother is Italian. She's from Italy, and through a family connection, she found this lab in in the lake como region who was doing some pretty interesting it had a pretty interesting approach natural approach to um to thinning hair and so we we he got this, some of their products and 
Long story short, they started working, and then my family became the sole distributor of that in the United States. Now, that project was great, and it really just it, it helped with the DHT removal from the follicle, so the blood could start flowing back to the follicle. However, what was happening is that the hair wasn't coming back fast enough or strong enough. Um, but it was it was making a change, but it wasn't quite the change that we wanted. We wanted something better. You know, we were still we still want something better, but we wanted something better. And so that's when we started our research. Now, because our, our idea was so since the 70s, research into thinning hair and hair loss, it didn't stop. Like scientists didn't be they weren't like hair loss done. No more research, you know. But still, the products everyone was using was was the same was were the same products. So like, well, what's happening here? Why is there no? Why isn't the market flooded with all these with new innovations? So we started researching that, and in in it, we started finding all these incredible studies going on with with um, speci very specific stem cells, with probiotics, with amino acids that were all producing incredible results in laboratory studies. But they weren't in products, but they were all in laboratory studies doing like these amazing things. And so we contracted a lab here in California and we're like, listen, there's all these studies happening. We want to take these, these ingredients that are getting these results in, in laboratories and put them in one product. We can put all of them in one product, but at the clinical strength that's producing the results. And it took about three, about three years to actually do it, to finish, to find out, to figure out how it's done. And um, we did it. And at that point, we moved everything to California. And we took this approach to all of our product releases since then of like finding out what's, what's producing the results we want to achieve and then sourcing the individual, you know, the individual supplements that are doing that and then creating the products based off that. Mm -hmm. So so now everything's made in the USA, which we're very happy of locally, about a half hour from us here in California. And um, so that that's where the change is happening. But it's always changing. It's always evolving. And we're always looking to evolve and change with it. Because like I said, we're very happy. We feel like what we what we have right now is the best possible aggressive natural approach that is available. And, and our results, we're very happy with our results and our clients, but it's not 100%. And it doesn't like, you know, you're not, you're not going to look like, you know, Brad Pitt, you know, or <laughs> Anahi or know, whoever, whoever has that amazing movie star hair, Julia Roberts or whoever, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're not there yet. We'd like to be, but we're not there yet. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, we'll, we'll definitely talk more about those results and everything, but yeah. You mentioned some side effects from other solutions. Can yeah. you talk? Do you know like more about those side effects for different well, they're options all out there? They're they're all they're all listed. They're all they're all on the products themselves. Um, we we talk. I mean, we talk to people all day long, and I I still take a lot of client calls as well. Um, and we have people who you know the big one is the sexual the sexual dysfunction. Okay, um, that's the big one. That people experience coming from the the modafinil or from the minoxidil from or minoxidil. Sorry, minoxidil. <laughs> I'm saying a different drug. <laughs> from the from the minoxidil. Um, and then, but but there's also just like general like like 
drowsiness and fuzziness of and and like just various pains that people are reporting and mm-hmm. and it not working as well. So they're having these these like side effects and it's not working. But this is this is that's more anecdotal. Um, I get a lot of a lot of my experience and what I what I've learned and known is you know a combination of, of research, but it's also a combination of just talking to thousands of people and hearing what they're experiencing and what they're going through. Because you know a big part of our of of what we do is we we like talking to people because we want we want people to to win in life. We want people to achieve their goals in life because I know it's we're we're in the thinning hair space, you know, and that's that's what we focus on as a company. However, it's it's bigger than that because it's connected to self-esteem, it's connected to confidence. And mm-hmm. you know, we like to talk about how like, oh, we're not vain. It doesn't matter how you look. It doesn't, but the physical absolutely affects the mental. Absolutely does. You know, so I mean you stand up straight. All of a sudden, everything about you changes. Your energy changes. Your viewpoint changes. Your outlook changes. You know, you put on that like cool jacket or that that beautiful dress, and you're like, "Oh yeah, it's going yeah. down today." <laughs> it's like you know, you're in your sweats you wore all weekend. It's not really like you know, you're just gonna eat popcorn and watch TV or something. You know what I mean? It's a little. It's different. So it does absolutely it does affect it. And so we so we we want people to like to make it find something they find something about themselves they don't like and then they make it make a definitive action that produces a positive result and in that they get that confidence that like oh i am capable of making decisions that work you know and then which gives them confidence to make more decisions and more decisions and more decisions and more decisions and then it just snowballs and it affects their life it affects their friends their families their neighborhoods their church their environment it affects everything you know, and then we can balloon out into a stronger, a stronger society and world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. That is such a good point. Like I tell people that all the time, if they just start uh, making a decision, one decision and following through with it, yeah, it builds their self-trust, their self-confidence. And like you said, that just snowballs into everything else in their life. So true. Mm-hmm. There's, there's this quote by Franklin, by uh, Roosevelt that I love. He, he says, um, the, the first the first best thing, you, the first best choice you can make is the right choice. The next best choice you can make is the wrong choice. And the absolute worst thing you could do is no choice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I love that because he's not saying like the best thing and the worst thing. He's saying the first best thing you can do is like, is the right decision. The next best thing is the wrong decision. He calls it the next best thing is the wrong decision. Yeah you know absolutely it, yeah that, that reminds me of the of the other of the other way to kind of look at it is like uh the best time to start was yesterday yeah. but the second best time to start is today <laughs> well, yeah exactly <laughs> it's like it's the so same true. yeah it's absolutely so, so tell us more about the more hair naturally products and how those work yeah um sure i love talking about that so it's <laughs> so okay so we have two products that work together and here's here's our goal as with our products is and when we use we use you know each product has different combinations of stem cells and botanical extracts and amino acids to help achieve the specific goals that we're trying to achieve 
So the first one, we focus on the DHT from the scalp. So we want to get that DHT removed from the follicle, and we want the blood flowing back to the follicle. And we, we use a very high, a very high medical-grade hyaluronic acid, which helps coat the follicle. And it's a very, that's a very, it's a lot of face creams have it. This is a very moisturizing substance and it's found in your joints and your, your eyeballs and stuff. And so we like to, co it coats the follicles, the DHT slides off and then future DHT can't build up, at least for a while, it can't build up. So, but now we get the blood flowing back to the follicle. So the blood's flowing back to the follicle. And then at the same time, we start bombarding it with stem cells, probiotics and amino acids. So we're rebuilding it from the bottom and then rebuilding it from the top as well. So, because we want, because the only thing that's really going to grow healthy hair is a healthy follicle. So the goal is to get that follicle strong again, so it can start to produce its own hair. And then the other one, the other aspect we like to focus on is the scalp, because we found in our research two two very important things. One is if the hair is weak or or damaged, an unhealthy scalp environment can impede health, healthy growth. So we use a lot of a lot of probiotics actually to help rebalance the microbiome of the scalp, so the hair can actually start to grow again. And the scalp can support healthy growth again. And then we also address. Okay, so we found another thing we found was that as the hair starts to get thinner and thinner, the growth cycle starts to get shorter and shorter, which is why a lot of people, when their hair starts to get thin, they can't grow it long anymore. It's because the growth cycle has gotten too short. So we use another set of you know, a different set of botanical extracts to help help encourage that growth cycle to get a little longer. So now that we have, we're helping rebuild the follicle, now we're putting in a position to actually grow by helping giving it space in that growth cycle. Okay. Wow. Um, you mentioned blood flow, and it sounds yeah. like increasing blood flow is a really important piece of it with the, yeah. with the topical part. Do you also encourage people to like do daily scalp massages or um, certain exercises or things that like physically increase the blood flow alongside this? Have you ever tried red light therapy? I've been using this kind of therapy for probably about four years now, and I know it's always going to be a part of my self-care and health routine. Red light therapy reduces inflammation increases blood flow it helps heal wounds scars and acne because it stimulates collagen production it improves joint and musculoskeletal health and helps balance your circadian rhythm which means better mood and better sleep personally i notice a huge improvement in muscle recovery time post-workouts when i'm consistently using red light therapy and it helps me maintain clear and healthy skin so right now my routine is every morning I wake up and I sit in front of my cozy red light machine and I meditate. It is such a peaceful way to start my morning and I feel supercharged and ready for the day afterwards. You can actually get 10% off of Cozy's red light machines by using the code NATURALHEALTHRISING. So you can head over to their website by going to the link in the show notes or you can go straight to CozyHealth.com, which is spelled K-O-Z-E-H-E-A-L-T-H.com. 
And again, the code is natural health rising to save 10%. We do actually, it's part of the application process is we say massage the scalp for 30 seconds. And we, we say that and massage is massages and rubbing the hair massages, moving the scalp against the skull with the intention mm -hmm. of increasing blood flow. And we say the reason we, we have that in is two, twofold. One is it does help the product absorb better, but also it does help stimulate blood flow. And if we could include that, that massage as part of the routine, um, which is why we have it there. So hopefully you're including in the routine, that's going to help with scalp health as well. So that's mm -hmm. kind of why we have it in there because it's, it's something that if something's a routine, part of a routine, you're just going to do it. So it has a little like double benefit in it. But then the blood flow is, blood flow is so important for every aspect of your body. So mm -hmm. if there's something that you can, you can do to help, to help that, then that should be done regardless, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. I, I uh, talk to a lot of women who they're, they are noticing their hair loss. I would say uh -huh. most of the people that come to me are actually, it's actually stress related or hormone related. Yeah. So it's like pretty, yeah, yeah. it's actually easier fixes for us. And for, um, us for us as well. Yeah. But they all say the same thing. They go, Rachel, I haven't been washing my hair as much. I've been not brushing it as much because they uh -huh. think that they're going to like rip all the hair out by touching their head. Right. But then when I think of the blood flow part, I'm like, well, wait a second. We would want to be stimulating the scalp. like. Is there any truth to, you know, not washing the hair and like not doing these things while people are freaking out about their hair falling out? Um, it's all relative. And, okay. and so in that, like if you're using, if you're using shampoos, like harsh store-bought shampoos that are stripping all the oils from your hair mm. and just doing nothing but drying out your scalp, then yeah, that that's pretty bad. Okay. So like in, in any, if you, if, if, like if somebody's purchasing a shampoo, they have to be very careful that it doesn't have a lot of chemicals in it. Like they should get something with minimal ingredients. I mean, there's all a lot of ingredients because it's a soap product, but they should get something that doesn't have any sort of, they got to look, stay away from harsh chemicals because a lot of shampoos have detergents in it. And a lot of them have foaming agents that do nothing but just give you bubbles because the bubbles make people feel like, oh, I'm really doing something. But it's not true. You don't need bubbles to have a clean scalp. Um, so, so it really depends on what products people are using. There's a lot of great shampoos out there, there's included, um, but there's a lot of great shampoos out there that, um, that will not dry out your scalp and you can use on a daily basis. But generally speaking, um, it's case by case. Like if, if you find that wash, like using a shampoo every day is drying your scalp and not making your hair is taking the oils, the natural oils out of your hair so it's getting a little dull, then maybe only shampooing twice or three times a week is, is, a, better, is a better option. Um, brushing your hair, brushing your hair is always, ha it's, it's twofold. It's, it's really, it's one of those things that some people are like, oh yeah, brush your hair a hundred times a day. And then some people are like, never brush your hair. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of fall in the middle because there is natural, shedding when you want when you brush your hair we we naturally shed it's part of the growth cycle the mm -hmm. hair it grows it rests and then it sheds um and that's about a six month period more or less it varies from person to person but you know so that's that's how our that's how our bodies work that the hair grows and then at some point it disconnects 
So it's a resting phase. So it stops growing and it gets, it stops and it kind of disconnects from the follicle. And then a new hair starts growing. And as a new hair starts growing, it starts pushing the old hair out. Mm-hmm. So, and that's the shedding cycle. And then the new hair comes up and it's a constant, it's a constant cycle. So shedding is part is not a bad thing. It's only when it gets excessive. Right. That there's something that needs to be looked at. Yeah. Can you talk about the probiotics that you guys use in the product, like our specific yeah. probiotic strains? Um, I don't have that. I don't. I don't have the specific strains. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that. Um, we the probiotics that we do have, though, we have them in for the purposes of of balancing the microbiome of the scalp or the the root of the hair. Okay. No, I mean, I think that's, that's awesome. We're learning so much about how we have all the, these different microbiomes everywhere, right? Like yeah, the, everywhere. the oral cavity and the gut and, you know, on the, on the scalp. So on everywhere. The skin. Yeah. And I, I didn't actually, I didn't actually, because I've always, I've, you know, gut health is so important for our overall well-being um, of everything, really. Like everything seems to be connected somehow to gut health. Yes. So I've always been very, very aware of probiotics from that aspect. But then I started noticing them in like, you know, various like skin creams or various, you know, alternative products. I've always been, I've always been very, um, you know, interested in, in on alternative medicines and, and plant-based medicines and holistic approaches. And so I've always been seeking out this. And I started noticing that there was a lot of probiotics entering into this field of, in topical areas. And then when we start, then it, I started seeing it in in laboratory studies popping up as well for the scalp and the hair, and I thought, oh, this is this is kind of cool. It's kind of it's a pretty interesting thing because we know how strong they are for the gut. Mm-hmm. So they ha- they probably topically they would have an effect as well. And we have had some pretty rem- remarkable uh, scalp recoveries from clients, um, not not intentional. Like we didn't, like I had, I was talking to someone the other day who said that they had, they've had scabs on their scalp for years and they couldn't get rid of. Um, and then they start using our products and all their, their scabs went away, you know, but we didn't like, that wasn't the intention in making the product. We weren't trying to handle somebody's scalp issues or we weren't trying to, you know, fix somebody's like flaky scalp issues. That wasn't what we were necessarily setting out to do. But as a byproduct of these ingredients, people are seeing some pretty cool like things, some pretty cool changes happening. Yeah, that's amazing because it's not like it's it's not a bunch of chemicals, it's a bunch of like nourishing yeah, yeah nourishing things to the scalp. So that's super cool. What about the can you talk a little bit more about the stem cell part of it and how that yeah. works with the product? Absolutely. Yeah. So this was kind of cool because we never Again, it, this is just research based. We just started looking around. Now, when we say, I, when, just to clear the air of anyone who's having like stem cells, stem cells, you know, mm-hmm. there is a lot of controversy around stem cells. Um, however, the, all our stem cells are botanical except for one, which is called an adipose derived stem cell, which comes from adults 18 to 35, and it's from the, from the fat, from fat cells. It's donated from fat cells. Um, and if, if, if you, it's a simple Google search of adipose derived stem cells, will open up like government websites actually where they've been researching the effect of the, 
the stem cell on follicles, and it's pretty it's pretty compelling. But the reason why we picked this one is because of the results that it was getting in studies. Really, the only reason. But it's not the controversial. It's not even in the controversial re- area. It's not one that's used for surgeries, as, at least mm-hmm. as far as I know. Um, I've only seen it used specifically for this purpose, um, where it's gangbusters. Um, but but stem cells are regenerative. They have the ability to to focus in on other stem cells in the area and mold and rebuild to what is there. They're they're kind of they're miraculous. They're they're really amazing in what they do. In fact, I know when when my kids were born, um, there was this company that was offering to to save all the blood from the umbilical cord so that to save it for a later date in case they had health issues down the road, they could use the stem cells from that umbilical cord blood to help cure their health issues, mm-hmm. which I thought was a really, I thought that was pretty interesting one. We, we didn't do it, but I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah. Is there a point of no return for certain hair follicles where uh-huh. it wouldn't work? Yeah, definitely. Uh, if the scalp is shiny and bald, that means the okay. follicle is dead and there's nothing that can be done about it. And a lot of times, a lot of times, like women, women act faster than men in this area. Um, they just do because, because unfortunately, our society is not as accepting of women in with thinning hair as they are with men. I mean, it's just a societal standard. I don't think anyone's getting like kicked out of, you know, a restaurant because of it, but it's, it's not, it's, it's just how our society works. So a woman, when she starts thinning, she panics and she acts quicker. And because of that, there's less damage, there's less thinning, and it's easier to help. Where a man will wait 10, 15, 20 years. And at that point, there's a lot of dead follicles mixed in with their living follicles, which is mm-hmm. why it won't, it's never going to come back to 100% because there's a lot of dead follicles there. But once the follicle dies, nothing can be done. And like I said, an indication of that is areas that are shiny and bald. Okay. Okay. What are some lifestyle changes that people can make to start to prevent or reverse their hair loss? Oh, yeah. Um, there's, there's a lot that you can do to help. It's more about helping encourage strong growth than mm-hmm. preventing. Because, I mean, there, there are things you can do for preventing. For sure. But if if you do have a, you know, if you do have the DHT receptor sites on the follicle, like those little potholes I was talking about, and, and our bodies are always going to be producing testosterone, which means they're always going to be producing DHT, um, that's going to have to be addressed, the DHT on the follicle. Not on the hormone level, because we don't, I, I don't, I personally, and as a company, do not believe in altering your body's hormones. Um, Cause I, I do think that, I do think that our bodies are these incredible vehicles that we cannot understand. And they're all, everything is related to everything. So if you're, if you're gonna change your hormone level, you're gonna affect so many different parts of your body that you don't even know what you're affecting because mm-hmm. it's, all, it's all intertwined, it's all related. So we don't, we don't wanna mess with your hormones. But we do want to mess with that DHT on the follicle. We just want to get it off. 
you know, so that's going to need to be addressed down the road. But in the meantime, for like, for just encouraging healthy growth, there's maintaining uh, like a good blood flow is important. So moving the body regularly is, mm-hmm. is very positive. Having a diet, a diet that has a lot of healthy fats in it, um, a lot of omega-3s, healthy fats and proteins are, are very important. The average woman puts almost 200 different chemicals on her skin daily. Our skin is our largest organ and it is very absorbent. So just about everything you put on your skin winds up in your bloodstream and your body has to deal with processing that. Now, unfortunately, the cosmetic industry and other industries for self-care products put some pretty nasty chemicals in their products that lead to hormone imbalance, a wide variety of other side effects, and eventually disease. So for a lot of my products, I like to use Beauty Counter because they have a list of over 1,800 chemicals that they will never use. And a lot of other big beauty companies are putting these in their products. So swapping out toxic beauty products like my makeup, shampoo and conditioner, and lotions for cleaner versions was a really big piece while I was healing from my autoimmune disease. I also like Beauty Counter a lot because their products are high quality. So I've tried other makeup brands and self-care products that are all natural, and I do like some of them, but they just don't stay on my skin or look as good as Beauty Counter products do. So head over to beautycounter.com forward slash Rachel Smith. So that's beautycounter, B-E-A-U-T-Y-C-O-U-N-T-E-R.com forward slash Rachel Smith, R-A-C-H-E-L-S-M-I-T-H to shop with me as your consultant. So feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions about their products and you can start swapping your potentially more toxic products for cleaner ones that are an amazing quality and your body is going to thank you for this. Trying to stay away from environmental toxins as much as you can. Like I know it's hard in our society because there's so many out there, but like hard water is very, is very, it's not great for the skin, Mm -hmm. the scalp, for the hair. Um, There's, there's a lot of like heavy metals in our foods and in the environment that is not only incredibly toxic to our bodies and our minds, but also to our hair as well. Um, That one's a little trickier to avoid, Mm -hmm. Um, but if you can, you know, any way you can try to. Um, A lot of like making sure that you're, you're getting a good supply of nutrients, be it maybe it's supplements, um, or just eating well again, like including some sort of nice leafy, leafy greens, and, you know, along with your protein, stay away from refined, refined foods are very bad for your, your scalp health and your overall health and your hair production. Sugars are very bad as well. Um, if you're going to eat like a, a bread or something, try to get a bread that has just like wheat or has flour, water, yeast you know, salt, period, you know, try to stick with that kind of diet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's those, it's those kind of things in general yeah. that will help in the long run. 
Can you expand on the healthy fats and proteins? Can give some examples of those that sure. you would recommend? Um, yeah, absolutely. So uh, salmon's great. It's a great because it has the omega three. The only the only problem with salmon is also has mercury. Um, and one of the things that mercury, one of the you know many awful things that mercury does for bodies is it is it um, counteracts with zinc. Mm-hmm. Um, so it takes the zinc out of your body. And zinc is an important element in healthy hair growth. So one of, that's one of the things that mercury does. But the fatty acids, I mean, the the fatty, the omega threes and and the fat, the healthy fats from salmon is great. Um, nuts and avocados also have like nice fats in them. Then there's also like things like like yams, which have like nice vitamin A. There's leafy greens, which also have the iron, which is great. Liver. Um, is so good for your body and your hair if you can handle it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a trick of liver if you can handle it. It's great. Um, what else? Those those are the main ones. Water very important to stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. Um, again, it's not just. I mean, it's all it's all related because a lot of times hair is an indication and it can be an indication of overall body health too. So when you, if you're keeping your body you know, healthy and hydrated, your hair will look, will look healthy as an indication. It's, and it's not necessarily, like I said, because the, the hair loss aspect has to do primarily with the DHT buildup. So you could have like thinning hair, but still have very healthy hair. Yes. You got, you got to get that DHT off the follicle to help that follicle start producing more of that healthy hair. Yeah, Absolutely. I think those are great recommendations. I love all the foods you listed and like even bringing up, unfortunately, the mercury that's in our, in our larger fish nowadays. Yeah. Um, I do have an episode number 42 of my podcast where we talk about organ meats, like the whole episode with chef James Barry, and he actually gives some really reasonable and easy tips to actually get it into your diet in a way that's super like tasteful Uh and easy. So, oh my gosh. Um, Well, first of all, I tell people all the time, I buy a prepackaged blend that has 75% beef and 25% organ meats. Uh But he shared like, hey, if you even want to save even more money or do it yourself, you buy the liver, keep it frozen. Uh You pull the block out of the freezer every time you want to use it. You take a cheese grater and you grind a little bit of that into whatever you're cooking. It could be a stir fry. It could be... (laughs) Uh, a meat blend it could be a, a soup like literally anything and you can control that taste factor because you could still get in the nutrients but even have like um just a few ounces or something in there versus eating like this giant liver pate or so liver cool. and onions yeah, yeah. My so wife, that was one of the tips my wife tried to do that but the grater is a good idea but she she tried because i have an 11 year old who will not eat liver mm-hmm. it, will not touch it so my wife was making hamburger and she had the ground meat and she cut pieces of liver up and put it in the hamburger and didn't tell, didn't tell anybody. And so mm-hmm. my little girl was eating it. She's like, is there liver in here? It's just knowing there's liver in there. She will not touch it. Yeah. And, and my wife goes, well, I made some liver and I used the same cutting board. So maybe you're tasting some of that. And then that night my wife was like, feel so bad i'm never gonna lie again like that ever that was the worst uh, thing i ever did i can't do that again I was like, uh, 
I felt pretty bad too because she knew it. She's like, "There's liver in here, isn't there?" And we're like, "Oh my <laughs> gosh, you should." I'm going to recommend you go listen to that episode number yeah. 42 because he makes oh. he makes a product called Pluck. And here's a shout out to James, uh, James Barry. (laughs) He makes pluck, which is he started making it because of his daughter and Uh his kids. And they take these organ meats, they freeze dry them from New Zealand. They're all grass fed beef Uh and everything. And he makes a seasoning out of it. And so the seasoning tastes like very like umami and he's got garlic flavors and all the different flavors. And his kids love it. They put it on everything like popcorn and their lunch, their dinner. And it, it's literally just like a normal seasoning, but they have that's that cool. component. So it's good for kids. Yeah. That's for sure. I wish yeah. I got that episode again. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So we're, we're getting close to the end. Do you have any other things that you like burning things you want to say about your guys' products or any success stories, anything like that? Yeah, well, the the main one of the one of the big things is that, like I said, we want people to call. Um, like people can definitely. There's tons of information on our website, morehandnaturally.com. Tons of information there, um, and a lot of people don't want to call. They just want to jump in, and that that's great. Um, but also on the website, there's phone numbers. I make sure the phone number is everywhere because we want you know we 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 want to make sure people get results. We want to we want to talk to people because our our ultimate goal is to help people get their confidence back, feel good about their appearance and, and have that leak into their overall self-esteem, you know? And so we, we want to help people. We want to help people get back on track. We want to, if it, cause it could be a diet thing. It could be, you know, an exercise thing. It could be a lifestyle change. It could be, you know, there's so many, there's so many factors that we could possibly help with. So we do, we do encourage people to call and we do have people here who that's what they do is they take those calls and they're very trained and knowledgeable and studied and they take those calls and they just talk and help, you know? So we do, we do encourage that as well. Mm-hmm. And that there's not, you know, that's not a charge, you know, no one has to pay for that. That's just what we, we like, we like to do that. But um, it's, it's really just, it's so imperative that people just do something. You know, because people, oftentimes people will call and they'll be like, yeah, I've tried this, it didn't work. I tried this, it didn't work. I tried this, it didn't work. You know, and we're like, and and every time it's like, you know what? You you made a decision and you took an action and I bet you it helped more than you think. You know, mm-hmm. it bet, I bet you, even though you didn't see those crazy results that you wanted, it probably slowed something down. It probably made a change. It probably helped you just know that you did something, that you took an action. So like the most important thing for someone can do is to act and just do something as opposed to nothing. Because the worst, the worst condition that a human can live in is in a condition of indecisiveness. If you're stuck in a decision, it's the worst, it's the worst condition that a person can be in. Mm-hmm. It just is. So we like to help people get out of that and just decide. Maybe, maybe it's not with us, but at least they're deciding not to go with us. You know, that's still a decision. You know, yeah. we, we, we like them to decide to go with us, but at least they're deciding, you know, and that's just as important as yeah. that's more important than, than being stuck in an, I don't know, or stuck in the, the you know, the research. I just did air quotes. <laughs> the, the research of it, because yeah. research is important, but research often is an excuse to not act as well. Hmm. 
No, I think those are also really encouraging words for any kind of health problems as well. Because like, yeah, I've talked to people all the time or like, I've tried, like you said, I've tried this, I've tried this, I've tried this. And some people get to that point where they really want to give up. But I always encourage people like you probably haven't found the right thing or you haven't tried enough things. Like you you just keep pushing and keep going until you get the right help that you need to see the results that you want. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Okay. I want to do a five question speed round. Okay. Are you open to that? Do it. Okay. First thing that comes to your mind. <laughs> question one is what is your favorite thing to do for stress reduction? Hike. Hiking. Okay. I live in California. I live in Los Angeles. And there's a lot of things people can say about Los Angeles, but one that no one can dispute is it's beautiful. I have the beach 30 minutes one way. I have the mountains five minutes the other way. It's beautiful. Yeah, I, that's amazing. I have amazing mountains here in uh, Arizona, um, but we're missing the beach part. So that makes yeah. me a little sad. <laughs> okay, question two. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, the ability to see the truth now okay here's here's why i say that because like like what if you could uncover corruption you know what i mean like what if like there's that politician that you know is destroying the world and you could see the actions that they took to do it and you could prove it and show it wow we'd live in a different world we live in the world, I know. Be very different. Yeah. Okay. What's the last song you listened to? Um U2's I Will Follow. I'm listening to Cabano just released his autobiography. And I'm I'm happy audiobook and I'm listening to it. And so I was listening to it and I was like, I'm gonna listen to that song. So he talks about it all the time. Oh, very cool. What's the best purchase you've made in the last year that cost you less than a hundred dollars? I will plug this company. I got a, uh, it's this, they make these wool slippers. The company's called Babushka. And they make these wool just slippers that for like around the house. Cause we, we do our best. We try not to wear shoes in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got these, these like, flippers and they're all wool they have leather soles and they're just ridiculously comfortable they're easy to put on they they don't look ridiculous um and they're very warm and I'm, i was very happy with them every time i put them on i'm like i'm so happy with this purchase yeah that's a good feeling yeah okay last one if you could leave the listeners with one tip that they could implement this week to help them live a healthier happier life what would that be don't hesitate on anything. Like if you have a thought, just do it, just do it, just do it. Cause it's, I mean, and there's a lot of people, a lot of people say that and there's like mm. the five second rule and stuff like that, Yeah, but it's true. We know, we always know, like we intrinsic, we intrinsically are brilliant geniuses who know everything, but we just kill it. We kill it. I kill it. I, I'm talking for myself. This is, I'm talking to me. You know, you have that, that spark 
of 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 inspiration from the universe and then you're like eh, it's not going to work i'm tired i there's a lot of traffic and then it's mm-hmm. gone it's gone but that but the spark is a habit like listening to it's a habit so like yeah. like a good game to play is like if you go to a restaurant like open the menu and just pick <laughs> don't like read and choose just pick if you go to like starbucks and someone asks you like do you want a large just decide yes or no <laughs> just say it you know <laughs> like like those, like those little things like don't don't think if somebody says hey which color do you like do you like the blue or green green like yeah. don't, don't don't like get into like don't get into it yeah just, just go with it you know? think about how much time you'll save <laughs> so much time so much time but it's in stress i try yeah. to, i try not to think i try just to go you know well, and that's another thing is, is intuition as well. Like not just simple decisions, like what size should I get? What color should I get? But also like, is this someone who I want to go into business with? Is this someone who I want to go into a relationship with? Yes. Is this, uh, you know, am I getting a good vibe from this? But like the intuitive gut instincts that we get that a lot of times will shut down and like challenging yourself to, to follow those right away more and see how that pans out versus like waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you're like, oh man, you know, I knew it. I knew that thing. Like I knew that that was right or that was the wrong decision. But listening to that. It's yeah. So every, every time I've like been in a bad relationship, mm-hmm. I knew it from the day one. I knew it from day one. And then you talk yourself out of it. Like, like yeah. when I was back when I was dating, you know what I mean? Every single bad relationship, I, I, I knew it. The second, the second I met her, I knew it, mm-hmm. you know, but she was very beautiful or, you know, there's something and I talked myself out of it. And then, you know, a couple months later, or maybe even longer, sometimes you're like, I knew it the day one that this was, who, this, this was the person I was dealing with or every sort of bad business relationship I've been in. There was something wrong from the get go, but they were very smart. They had a good track record. They built successful businesses before, you know what I mean? They're, but you talk yourself out of it. You just, but you know, instantly. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. Time, the human time, body is incredible. Every time I know, but it's, that's an ongoing lesson. I'm still not, because it's easier, it's easier to go against your gut. You yeah. know what I mean? It's, it's less scary to go against your gut because your gut doesn't have logic attached to it. It just has knowingness attached to it. So when you try to fill it with logic, it, you logic yourself out of it because you can probably excuse every excuse in the world not to do something productive, you know, like, you know, in dating, you meet someone who's very, you know, cool or awesome. So everything's like, oh yeah, but you know that they're, it's not, you know, that they're not good people. You can tell right away, you know? So, but it's so much easier to, to just like, I'm going to date this person. It's, it's harder to be like, no, I'm not. And you're still alone. You know what I mean? You go, yeah. you know, yeah. that's, that's the hard choice, but that's the right. Mm-hmm. Well, this was a fun episode. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm going to put your link to the uh, morehairnaturally.com. And then we also have a code for listeners, which is Rachel 12. So R-A-C-H-E-L one the number one the number two so 12 to get 12 percent off of any products 
So that's exciting for people, for listeners only. And yeah, it was a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm I'm glad that uh, we made this happen. Me too. Thank you for tuning in to the Natural Health Rising podcast. I hope you found this episode informative and left you feeling empowered to take control of your health naturally. As a reminder, the information provided in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any illness or medical condition. Please consult with a qualified healthcare professional before making any changes to your diet, exercise routine, supplements, or medical treatment. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Comments and ratings help the show reach more people so that they too can level up their health and entire life holistically. I really appreciate your support and feedback. Before I go, I want to remind you that I work with clients virtually all over the world. So if you are searching for a functional medicine provider to help you uncover the root cause of your health issues and have support and guidance in healing your body through nutrition and lifestyle changes, then you can book a free health consultation with me by using the link in the show notes and we can talk about working together. Thanks for listening and keep striving to become your healthiest, happiest self.